0: Right. middle of April, spring Is it your spring break
1: it is not, this week or no, no? We had spring break a couple weeks ago.
0: Had a couple weeks ago, very well. Well, uh, it is spring break uh, for a lot of people here in the D.C. area, and the commute has been amazing. <laughs> uh, there aren't a lot of people out working. It's pretty great. Uh, I am Timothy Lawson. The other voice you hear is my colleague, Jordan Small. Jordan, how are you?
1: Pretty good. Thanks for having me on tonight.
0: The first Follow Your Spirit podcast in about a month uh, Jordan, you and I have, uh, been dealing with life for the past month on, uh, in both, uh, positive and challenging, uh, situations, but yet here we are to celebrate the beginning of the NWSL season 2019.
1: Yeah, man, does it feel good? Um, it's, it's been a while, so let's get to it.
0: Yes, let's get to it. Um, we kicked off April with, Uh, learning that three spirit players were to be named to the women's national team roster for uh, the April friendlies. Um, Lavelle Sullivan and Mallory Pugh, no surprise there. Just nice to see that they're still getting work.
1: Yeah. um, Anytime you get called up to the national team, especially this close to the world cup, um, it's, it's a good sign. So excited for the three of them uh, moving forward here towards France.
0: Are you, would you be confident to believe that we're going to see them on the roster going into France?
1: I am confident that we will see two thirds of them. Um, I think that if Andy Sullivan keeps putting in the performances that she has been as of late uh, with the Spirit, that bodes well for her joining her teammates uh, in France.
0: Very good. Um, maybe, maybe in an episode, um, in late May, we'll do a little World Cup talk, um, to to maybe talk a little more, uh, more about it. But, um, excited about the World Cup. Uh, the U.S. Uh, are two to one to win the World Cup, if anybody's curious. Okay. Uh, head coach is ready to talk about, uh, taking the team to the next level. And I think, uh, when we get to the game, we'll, we'll find out that, uh, or realize that maybe he, uh, maybe realize that he has, um, in the preseason and in the game, that uh, Jordan, do you feel like does this feel like a different team?
1: Uh, it was interesting because you know preseason, you're not playing uh, the same competition that you are in the regular season, so it was kind of hard to tell. But once uh, this weekend came, it seems like it's uh this is a team that's headed in the right direction.
0: Yeah. Um I agree. By the way, how did you feel about uh PK?
1: <laughs> Definitely one of the less creepy mascots that I've seen. And <laughs> so I'm not really sure if that is helpful in any any sense, but um
0: It is helpful because let me tell you, DC does not have a great track record on non creepy <laughs> uh, uh uh mascots. I'm looking at you Washington Wizards. <laughs> um the big weird furry fuzzy wizard thing is creepy and the g man's not any better um look if i had if i had kids and and we went to a wizards game i'd be like no 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 don't 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 go t- don't don't touch that thing i don't we don't know where the thing's been it's a little creepy um, <laughs> um, all right let's just skip to probably the biggest news um in the, in the time span between the uh, last podcast and now Joanna Loman announces a retirement from professional soccer. It's, um, look, you, me and Kelly, we all enjoy different players for different reasons. But I think if we had, if we had to claim one favorite player, uh, collectively from follow your spirit from the team here, I think it's Joanna Loman. Yep. Um, we all, uh, Held and hold Joanna Loman in a very high regard. Joanna Loman's actually the reason why I'm even doing this podcast. I can trace it all the way back to her when I originally interviewed her for a podcast I was doing called uh, Fuel for Warriors. It was, it was interviewing her that got me interested in women's soccer that inspired me to want to start follow your spirit and following the spirit and following women's soccer. And she has always been great to the team. She's always open uh to doing interviews. She's been great for the spirit. We know that. And as disappointing or, you know, as, as it's like, oh, okay, well, I guess uh, you know, we don't get to see her play anymore, it's she's such a fun character and such an inspiring person to watch. I'm just as excited to see what she's gonna do now that she's not playing soccer.
1: Yeah, I mean, um it was it was interesting because I didn't go to the last preseason game, but my parents were there. and um, both of them, you know, are huge fans of of her as well. Uh, I think she's definitely a, a fan favorite, uh, and they were so excited when she scored. And then, when I texted them uh, after the news, I think it was kind of shocking because she did just score for them in the in the final preseason game. But looking back on it, I think that that was kind of a good recap um, end to her career. So uh, excited to see what what goes on from here. It was good to see her at the game uh, this past weekend and catch up a little. And um, yeah, I think that she's still going to continue to be around the sport and be a great ambassador for the city and for all the things that she stands for.
0: In my first year covering the Spirit, 2016, I went up to Boston and I covered. Uh, I was there for the the game um, against the Breakers, and after the game, I caught up with Joe, and she had a handful, like she had armfuls of stuff, yeah. the fans had given her from from the Boston fans, and I think that was testament to how widely loved she was across this league and how much we all appreciated her being a member and being an ambassador for this sport and for the league. Yep. Absolutely. Um, did I hear right that they're, that the spear are going to retire her number Yep,
1: on pride night.
0: It's a classy move. Um, on, on behalf of the organization, I'm excited to be there to, uh, to witness that event. Um, we finally got a 25 player roster ahead of the 2019 season. um, any names that didn't get put on the list that that, that shocked you?
1: Uh, not really, no. I think that this was kind of what we'd been looking at uh, here towards the end of preseason. And that was kind of who was getting the most minutes. So, yeah, nothing real surprising for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um... Spirit announced uh, that they are going to play two games this season at Audi field. Uh, This is exciting because the one game that we played that they had last August was a lot of fun. Um, It showed a lot of potential in being able to grow, um, grow that sort of event. And they're doing it twice this season. Um, One fixture in August, August 24th against Orlando pride. And then again on September 14 against uh, Seattle rain. Uh, I I am looking forward to not only being at this event, but seeing uh, – it, it's clear the organization is stepping up everything they're do- doing, right? Not only with player development in the team, but with, with marketing and fan engagement, stuff like that. I'm really excited to see what they manage to do for these events to make it even bigger than just the fact that it's at Audi Field.
1: Yeah, I think two things um, on, on Audi Field. One, uh, last season the – game at Audi Field was not part of the season ticket package, and that um, kind of hurt ticket sales, I think, because it ended up being more expensive than a typical game, and that's hard for people to fork over the money for. However, this season they did include both games in the season ticket package, and I think that will really impact the number of people that will come out. And having Orlando be one of the games, I think, will be huge for them. Uh, And the other thing is, you and I had such a great time there last season. I think that from a media perspective, it was just a cool environment to be in. We all got to be in the nice press box there. The view from pretty much anywhere in that stadium is gorgeous. And then to be in a real press room downstairs Uh, was, it was also a nice advantage. So, uh, a a great experience from a fan perspective, but also, uh, it's kind of nice as media to be in a, uh, a little bit more of a professional setting.
0: Yes. yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it remind. it was kind of like when we uh you know when we had our seats at um uh at the final in houston yep. right like there was like a nice press box up there it was sort of akin to that so yeah i, I absolutely agree a really great experience um that way so um that was it, august 24 is that what i said yep. and I, of course i closed the uh September closed the 14th, i believe is the other
1: one yeah
0: wonderful look uh, I'm not promising anything, but at one of those games, depending on what the prices are, Fall Your Spirit may may try to do something fun um, <laughs> on a fa- a fan engagement level, um, and not just from a uh, media coverage level. We'll see. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll get to the more Keep of that posted. later. Keep you posted. Um, there is really not much else. Fall Your Spirit. News to get to as, uh, Jordan. You and I have been pretty swamped in life uh, over the past uh, uh, four to six weeks. But I will say the sp- the the season crept up on me, Jordan. I, I when it when I saw you tweeting about the game, I was thrown off guard. I was like, "What? Wait, like, what happened?" <laughs> uh, my body, st- my mind, still thought it was March for some reason. Uh, but there was a game. The seasons here, which means follow your spirit, is in full force. Uh, thank you both to you uh, for cu- for being there at game one, and for Kelly for her uh, continuous coverage and, and contributions during the uh, during the uh, preseason with her photo coverage. Uh, the spirits win their first season opener for the first time since 2016, and uh, when they won one 0 against Boston in 20 what was it 2017. They lose one nil to North Carolina here in Boyd's uh, just last year. They lose two to one up in Seattle, so it's nice with the, all of this sort of—I'll uh, I'll call it promise—the so sort of promise that this is a newly uh, engaged team, where they're thinking differently. They're they're approaching every aspect of the organization at a at a higher level. It's nice for all of that to sort of culminate into this this two nil win to kick off the season.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, they were playing Sky Blue, but. This uh, this team put together something special. I mean, if you look at who did what for the Spirit uh, this past weekend, you know it wasn't just uh, the national team players. Obviously, Mallory Pugh had herself an incredible game, but having a rookie center back score your opening goal on on the season is darn near improbable, impossible almost. So uh it it was good to see and I think like you said it, it's definitely signs of things heading in the right direction
0: absolutely uh New Jersey only putting two shots on or uh, Sky Blue uh only putting two shots on goal uh so not testing Aubrey Bledsoe too much but in those instances she looked good
1: yeah absolutely
0: uh, spirits get off 15 shots, only five of them on goal. So, um, I I guess sort of continuing a little bit of the concern with, with accuracy or or with, uh, with really being potent on offense, but of those five shots on goal, two of them get through one of them, an amazing header from crossing. Uh, tell us about how, uh, how the spirit looked in those two goals, finally getting, uh, some goals in net.
1: Yeah. So the one, the first one from Sam Staub, I mean, uh, Richie Burke was kind of funny after the game. He was joking apparently this week with uh, with Staub that you know center backs aren't supposed to score. And and after the game, <laughs> uh, she came up to him and made sure he remembered that. Uh, apparently, he said something like uh, the lumps that are center backs never score. And so she she took great pride in that. And uh, then then the crossing goal was just it was kind of a culmination of all of the great things that Mallory Pugh had been doing in the game. Uh, she was really attacking the right side or the left side of sky blues defense uh, down the right side of the field for the spirit uh, and to, to be on the same side as Estelle Johnson and, and being able to do what she did was pretty incredible. And so the crossing goal It was just a a beautiful finish, but uh, a very nice cross from Mallory Pugh. And she was doing that all game, but this one just just found somebody at the back post and and went in.
0: Yeah. Uh, One of the concerns going into the season was the turnover on the back line, unsure how they were going to perform. What do we think of the defense?
1: I have to say that uh, this was probably the best I've seen a spirit defense play together in a year and a half. I mean, if you look at who... So, Tegan McGrady and Sam Staub, both rookies. Then you have Paige Nielsen, who has pretty much played forward her entire pro career. And Tori Huster, who has played primarily midfield for the club. And when she has played defense, it's been at center back. But this time she was playing right back. And they worked so well together. They shut down Carly Lloyd. They shut down Amani Dorsey nothing was getting through. And I think that speaks to why Aubrey Bledsoe only had to make two saves on the afternoon and they looked really well put together and everybody was uh, raving about them after the game. Mallory Pugh, even in her post game conference uh, was talking about how, yeah, it was great that she was able to help in the win and help with her assist and everything, but really the credit should go to the defense. And so to hear an offensive player, praise her defense like that uh was was really something special and they're gonna have their work cut out for them this week
0: yeah absolutely uh jordan you more than anybody was excited to see Shayna matthews return to the pitch for the washington spirit uh she had a nice attempt that didn't quite make it but how'd you feel about her performance this game
1: i thought the combination between her and mallory Pugh was incredible uh the speed that they provide up front is going to be dangerous when the two of them are together. Uh, I think that Shayna still needs to kind of get that timing down. Obviously she hasn't, that was her first uh, regular season game in, in over a year. So just some of the gameplay things still need to come back to her a little bit, but uh, definitely something to keep an eye out. And um, hopefully she can stick around before going off to the World Cup and and really help that attack up there with Ashley Hatch.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh this Saturday the Spirit head off to Utah to play the Royals. Uh going to be a nice challenge for them on the road early here in the season. Spirits uh you know not not known for doing well on the road. Um that's and that's putting it nicely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um that's I mean even in the, even in 2016, it was their biggest challenge, right? Yeah. In, in, their cha- in their in their in uh, their year going to the finals, it was their biggest challenge was was uh, winning on the road. What do you what do you make of this Spirit Royals matchup?
1: Well, I think that the advantage that the Spirit have going into this weekend is they've already played a game. So Utah was the team with the bye in the first week. Sure. So it would be great if everybody could play in, in week one, especially. Yeah. Uh, with them playing a midweek game this week and Utah still not having uh, any games. But I think that the Spirit should really rely on the fact that they've already played a game this season and kind of see what they did wrong against Sky Blue and build off of that because Utah still has to kind of get those first game jitters out. And especially being at home, uh, there's going to be a lot of pressure on them to win. So. Uh, it'll definitely be a, a challenge, but I think that if if there's a an away game for them to win this season, uh, this this would not surprise me if they could pull this one out.
0: Yeah, I yeah, absolutely. Um, the league standings right now, uh, number one, no surprise to anybody. North Carolina spanking no. the Orlando Pride yeah. uh, five nil, uh, which is their goal differential as well. They are, they're sitting on top of the uh, league with four points. Spirit with only one game, three points, puts him in third. Everybody else is sort of tightly uh, staying together between one and zero points between uh, fourth through ninth. Um, any overreactions to week one?
1: Uh, not not too many. I just think that uh, not even week one, but uh, last night's game against the Pride in, in North Carolina. Yeah. Orlando, it was 0-0 at halftime. Uh, Orlando was sticking with them. They traveled to North Carolina, and then something happened at halftime, and uh, they uh, forgot to come out of the locker room or something because they got absolutely spanked. And I think it's funny that North Carolina still continues with this whole underdog routine that Paul Riley insists on playing up in the media. So North (laughs) Carolina is going to be one of those teams again this season. So...
0: Underdogs, no,
1: yeah, <laughs> he said,
0: yeah, like I, I've uh, people know that I enjoy betting on sporting events, and the few times that I've gotten to actually get NWSO lines, North Carolina has never been an underdog, so yeah, yeah. Exactly. um, I appreciate him, uh, you know, approaching a game that way, but no one's believing that narrative. Uh, the Washington spirit announced date for open training and a world cup send off fan event. Uh, April 27 is a, a Saturday. The spirit do not have a game that day. So instead they're having an open training, uh, inviting fans out and doing a little send off for the few player or for the handful of players, uh, that will be, uh, playing in the world cup with their respective teams. Uh, nice little, like cool little event. Nice little, nice little team building team, uh, little fan engagement good on the spear for arranging this
1: yeah i'm interested to see how many players actually are gone after this point obviously we know that the u.s players will be gone after this but uh it'll be interesting to see you know if Shayna matthews does make the jamaican world cup roster when she leaves uh when the australians leave so uh but yeah absolutely excited about this event i think it's a great little fan experience and a perfect use of a bye weekend.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely is my go-to word uh, today. <laughs> I see that. Looking at the spe- or looking at the the schedule real quick, Jordan, uh, you 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 are finishing up your last year at college. Um, I just had a career change, which is sort of makes my week to week uncertain, but. Um, can we, can fans expect to see you walking around, uh, the Plex at, at home? game? I know you made it to, uh, the game against sky blue. You had some ice cream in my honor. I saw that. Thank you very much. (laughs) Um, I hope to make it to, I'm going to say that I'll probably make it to about 50% of games this year. That's my goal is to, is to try to make it to at least half of them. I do plan on being there for pride night. I do plan on being there for public service night. Um, and, and, um, some other and then of course the Audi field uh nights but um can can we expect to see you there this year
1: yeah um can't I'm not going to be there for the May 4th game and then May 18th I'm graduating so that uh <laughs> would be a little bit of a, a stretch but other than that uh that's the plan yeah plan to be on a uh, plan to be at the plex for every other game
0: okay very good well Uh, Jordan I look forward to seeing you there spiritcoverage.com is the website thank you everybody for listening we are at spirit coverage on Twitter and uh, we hope to be back next week Jordan I'm hoping with the recently retired Joanna Loman I need to see if she can uh, fit us in but we're going to get some uh, some words from Joe and the spirit have reached out to us about making sure we get some players on the podcast so um, welcome back to a year of player interviews I'm excited to get to know this team.
1: Yeah, we'd love to see
0: it. I'm Timothy Lawson. On behalf of Jordan Small, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.